Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, I am hungry. Oh, David, are you hungry, starved for information? I am. I'm here to devour this fantastic, whatever it is you've prepared for today. I know it's going to be a a gourmet selection for us. And you're just going to eat it up. I am. I am. I'm actually, you know what? (laughs) I've talked myself into being hungry. I wasn't hungry until I started that, but I wasn't either. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man, David, what have you done? What have you done? (laughs) Anyway, David, are you ready to kick some? Lady HD. Yes. Bam. Bam. Yes. We did that completely differently today. And we we didn't even talk about it in advance. It just happened. I like it. We we can be so spontaneous. Imagine that. I know. Because routines, you know, it gets boring after a while. Oh, I love my routines. That's not what we're talking about, though, today, David. We're talking about episode number 85, Eating for ADHD Success. Yes. Food. Yes. Food, glorious food. This is Sorry, a problem for people. Sorry, that was totally No, you did fine. Uh, this is a problem for people, though, sometimes, right? For some it's people. It's a huge problem for people a lot of the time if we have ADHD. I was absolutely astounded that we had not talked about this before in this depth. You know, yeah, we've talked a little bit about like, you know, this versus that food or whatever, but we haven't actually talked about the massive problem that it is for people to feed themselves when... Yes. They're distractible. I was kind of going on the idea that, well, you know, it's for work and it's not, and people won't care. And then when I asked you, you said, oh, yes, please, let's talk about it. So we're going to have three episodes on eating and ADHD. Oh, I'm going to be like really satisfied. You know, sated. You sated. Will be sated. Well, I was going to say that, but then like some people don't know what that means. And uh, oh, these are our listeners; full. they know it what it means. Full. Yeah. yeah, they absolutely. Satiety. We do crossword puzzles, man. We're aiming for satiety here on the subject of yes. food. <sighs> anyway, so if you have ADHD, what you eat matters. It influences how well your brain works, and you have got to pay attention to this. Just yes, to. it's true. It's true because it's something we do every day, multiple times a day, hopefully, right? We hope, right. or maybe not, and that might be part of the problem. Because if you're eating the wrong kinds of foods, or if you're not eating, you are going to find it harder to function, to focus, to pay attention at will. Um, and you're even if you're on medication, the medication won't work as well. It is a problem across the board. It is, ADHD. and you know, I didn't. I, I had a story for like why I thought it was a really great idea that I only ate one meal a day well, when you and I started working together and then you were coaching. Oh, did you? I don't recall that story. Yeah. I was I was slinging some, it was BS, but it was really good BS, honestly, <laughs> about intermittent fasting. The truth of the matter was I would forget to eat because I would get hyper-focused or I would be, you know, you know busy or whatever. And so like, you know, I, I skipped breakfast in a hurry. <laughs> I would then, like, lunchtime, I'd be like, I, I didn't even notice it was lunchtime until it was like 4 p.m. or something. And then it'd be, ah, screw it. It's going to be dinner before long. So I was just down to one meal a day. And I was like, you know, there are people who intentionally eat six hours on, 18 hours off, and they lose weight. And there's all this stuff about caloric restriction and how great it is for your system. Give it a break and all that. I had good BS. You, 
stinker pants. Did you ever tell me that that was BS that you were intermittent fasting? Well, you called me on it. I don't know if Did I ever. I? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I ever admitted it. You were like, no, and use this this idea of streaming, which I'm guessing may come up. So I'm not going to even, you know, like, of you know, I'm just foreshadowing. But anyway, yes. Oh, I don't even remember. Anyway, that was a few years ago. It was. Yeah, it was a few years ago. It was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I love Dr. Ned Hallowell's race car brain analogy, and we've mm. used that before. Yes. But ADHD brains are like race cars and they're high performance engines. They go fast. They zip around. They need fuel and And they need special care in order to stay in the race. Yeah. And not just any fuel, right? You can't just put that crap that you buy at the pump into a race car engine. Right. You can't go to the cheapest gas station and get the gas that makes your engine ping. Yeah. No, that's true. you, yeah. you, so you got to think of it like a, a race car and that it's got special high octane fuel and it's got special care. I, I also, it has additives, right? I also, I also oh, like yes. the part of his analogy that doesn't apply to the fuel, but it's just like, it, and they also these high performance race cars that are our ADHD brains have really crappy brakes. <laughs> that's not what, how do. he says they it. Have, but yeah. like, yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember how he says it, but something yeah. about the brakes. Yeah, the, faulty the brakes, brakes don't exist. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The brakes don't yeah. exist. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hallowell also says if you don't eat properly, you can become distracted, impulsive, and restless. You can look like you have ADHD even if you don't. Wow. So double whammy for those of us that actually do. (laughs) Right. Right. And then there's Dr. Daniel Amen, who's another brain specialist guy. Yeah. yeah, When he started, he was mostly focused on ADHD and now he does all kinds of stuff. Anyway, Dr. Amen says, if you have a good diet, it may even decrease the amount of medication that you need to take. Wow. So good. Okay. And your meds will work better. Yeah. Okay. So all that sounds great. But then we have this problem of, you know, executive function. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know. I, and I don't, I don't mean to like derail us because I don't know. Oh, David, when have you not derailed us? No, we it's are true. staying on course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I like, I, it makes a huge difference after you convinced me and I'll tell this story again later or whatever, if it makes sense. But the after you helped me with this, it made a big difference. Just food. I mean, you know, we were working on brain care stuff. We talked about sleep and we talked about the other things that we've talked about on this podcast many times. But food, I, I just, I, I, there was one thing I knew. And it was, a, it was about a certain piece of food that I needed. But I didn't believe I needed it as frequently as you convinced me I needed it. <laughs> and we will talk about that in a minute. I think I know what piece of food that yeah, is. Yeah, I think you're right. Hang on, listeners, if you want to know exactly what that piece of food might be. Film at 11. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So not eating to support your ADHD is a widespread problem. I see it all the time. And if your diet is horrid, if your eating habits are sketchy, it essentially assures that you will be unproductive, you will be scattered, you will be skidding all over the place with those racetrack, race car brakes not being able to stop you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, one of the big challenges that we notice if we have ADHD it's just that we can't predict our performance, right? And, and, and our goal, one of our big goals with this podcast, right? Becoming more and more consistent. That unpredictability yeah, for... sometimes is just about what you did or didn't put in your mouth. Right. Sometimes, 
you know? Right. Right? Right. And we talk about this scaffolding that people with ADHD need, the scaffolding of support. We've talked about that before and the systems and yada, yada, yada. The food, there's this, to me, there's this whole scaffolding around around what we eat and it's food and supplements and all and what we don't eat. And so that's why we're going to have three episodes on this. And the and we're also going to have the third episode is how to make this all easier. Oh, very good. Okay. Good, yeah. good, good. And I'm looking forward to, to, to like you just mentioned a word that I went, oh, I don't think I've incorporated that in my... So I, and I, I kind of thought I was doing pretty well with food. So I'm excited about what I'm going to learn. So we'll see. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got to say before we start that I noticed when I started noticing the connection between what I ate and how my brain worked and I started to adjust my diet by that i saw a huge shift in my ability to function huge mm, huge, nice. huge 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 and then also we are not talking fad diets here we are not talking restrictive diets here <laughs> right. right those are hard to sustain our goal is to eat for our brain most of the time mm. So some people need to go on a restrictive diet because that's just what they have to do. But we're trying to not do that unless it's necessary. Absolutely necessary. At least not for the ADHD performance side of this conversation, right? In fact, it's, it's I mean, I don't remember us talking about, you know, foods that, like, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not suffering. I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on anything after changing my, my approach yeah. to food, right? I, okay. I don't suffer. And, and that's more next week. We'll talk about cool. that a little bit more next week and, okay. and for people to see. So I think food is beautiful. I think food is important. It's relationships, it's family, it's culture, it's fun. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. And I don't want people to think, Oh, well I can never do blah, 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 blah. I can never have such and such and such. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about gaming the system. So you eat well most of the time to support your brain. But then there are other times when you can just kind of go, okay, let's just have some fun here. Let's party. All right? Yeah. Party. Got it? Yep. I'm tracking. Moderation in all things. Absolutely. Except for moderation, of course. Except yes. for moderation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So common patterns with ADHD and eating. This is what we see. People with ADHD can forget to eat and they can skip meals. Now, if you're taking medication, often that dampens your appetite, right? So you're not as hungry. And then even if you're not on meds, people can forget to eat. Now, that has never been a problem of mine. I do not miss meals. However, a lot of people with ADHD do. And I did. I mean, yeah. you know, people around me were like, how do you forget to eat? And I just would forget. I literally wouldn't realize that I needed to. This is before yeah. I had my diagnosis, before I was on medication. You know, this is just my normal life. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot food. to eat. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Now, part of it is you don't know what to eat. That's true. So if you don't know what to eat and it's so you're just grabbing whatever... All right. So then you're also making it harder for your brain to work well. Yeah. I also drank a lot of meals, you know, like alcohol drink or or s smoothie drinks, coffee, coffee, coffee. 
Nothing, nothing but coffee. Yeah. David, coffee is not a food. Well, is it? I mean, I, I see, I get to argue this one both ways because I would yeah. use it as a meal replacement. I, yeah, that's why I almost didn't say that. However. But I, I also use it as a replacement for drinking water because I, I, I believe I'm getting hydrated by this sheer volume. And you're volume. not because it's a diuretic? Well, if it's David? hot, it's a diuretic. Any any hot liquid is a diuretic. You say that. I don't know that I believe it. Anyway. Um, I'm going to find this study. Not now, though. Go ahead. Not now. Okay. So, and so that you forget to eat. You don't know what to eat. It seems too hard to eat well. Yeah. So many steps. I mean, when you're talking about eating, you've got to go out and hunt and gather the food, you've, which means grocery shopping or planning or eating whatever you can get your hands on if you haven't done all of those steps. Which means you're usually going to eat crap if you if it's last minute because, you didn't, you know, it, ta- it takes preparation to eat, you know, yes. quality food, right? You yes. Know? yes, yes, yeah. yes. And that means that we've got to push against that and make it as easy as possible. So that's what we're going to be talking about in episode 87. Nice. Okay, cool. Okay. In a couple weeks. Then we also have those impulse control issues that seafood need a diet. Oh yeah. The seafood diet. That's my favorite. The seafood diet. Yeah. Yeah. And we binge on junk food. It's an unconscious effort to self-medicate. Yeah. I believe we've talked about that. And also it's, you know, that mixture of salt and sweet and oh crunchy chips and you know it's 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 can be very impulsive and we have impulse issues anyway and then you just dang it i wasn't hungry but you know you salt i'm starving and sweet. now i, I was know, not I hungry know. either and now i got I'm a bag of chips starving. in the other room i'm you know anyway oh can we go crunch <laughs> oh that sounds so good yeah anyway so those are the common patterns with adhd and eating Th- those all sound familiar i mean yep they really do yeah. At some yeah. level, all of them. Okay. Now let's talk about what is eating for ADHD success? Oh, okay. We talk about ADHD friendly eating. What in the heck are we talking about? Good. Okay. So regular meals and snacks fueling that brain. And this is where you got my resistance when you and I first talked about this and you were coaching me. I was like, regular? Define regular. I mean, I do it every day. <laughs> I do eat every day. <laughs> like, and regular sounds like something that's routine. It sounds like something that, you know, that's, it requires re- repetition of a certain behavior on a regular basis that is problematic for me and stuff and things. Yes. And that means we've got to be really clear on what it is and sometimes you have to accept you've got to do regular routine-ish sort of things in an irregular oh stop whining i'm back i'm good don't make me get on an airplane you i know right i actually want to whine at some point just so you do just so i'll get i was thinking the other day i don't know exactly i don't really know how tall dana is i mean we've never met face to face you know so like i don't know you may be i you could be a giant I, i i could be a midget you you just don't i mean you know what i mean like we do but I know you better than I know a lot of people. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, we're going to have to Should be on a plane. disclose height and weight? Um, uh, not now. No. Uh, after the, after okay. the, when we're, when we're not recording. Yeah. That'd be okay. great. Okay. So, regular meals, regular snacks, yeah. including foods that help your brain work better. So, a regular meal or snack, I don't mean bags of cookies and M&Ms. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Right? 
Right. This is where I had pretty good impulse control. I I I, I did not eat a lot of sweets and in and, and and sweet snacks. I just didn't keep them around because I knew I didn't want to eat them, but yes. I didn't know why. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Vitamins, minerals, and supplements. Is that the one you said? Oh, I haven't been doing that you yet. You mentioned supplements, and I'm like, ooh. Now I do I do probiotics because of gut health. Yes. And I have like a, you know, multivitamin or whatever that I take, I don't know, once every five months or something. It's supposed to do it, do it every day. But Okay. So I'm yeah, gonna, that's any... my mission today is to change that. We'll okay. talk about that more. Okay, cool. All right. And then you also eating an ADHD friendly diet. We need to avoid foods that decrease your brain functioning, make your brain... F up your brain. Next week, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, good. All right, cool. So we'll leave those for next week. Good. Yeah, we okay. don't want to foul up your brain. No, no, okay. no, no, no. All right. So this week, it's including regular meals and snacks. What do we mean by that? It means when you think of food as an essential fuel for your ADHD brain, you realize, oh, not eating is like asking my car to drive me someplace without any gas, and you end up on the side of the road. Yes. Okay. Yes. And wondering, so, why can't I focus? Why can't, why I? can't I focus? Yeah. Oh, darn. I wish I could think when all you've had is nothing in cookies. And, and, and caffeine. Yeah. And caffeine. Right. Yeah. And skipping breakfast, that's common. We're late in the morning. And so taking bre- eating breakfast takes time. And then forgetting to eat lunch. And then you realize you're hungry. So you may grab the cookies or the chips in the afternoon. And then you wonder why your ADHD is out of control. And that was me. Unmanaged yeah. ADHD, that was me. I, n- almost never the cookies, but but the chips were a possibility for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I find this particularly with men that I work with privately. If they, if it's gender, you know, gender roles, blah, 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 which we're trying to shake up here. However, if their spouse is the one who's re- impar- responsible for dinner. They will not eat breakfast. The guy will not eat lunch. He'll forget. And he'll say, but I have a good dinner every night. And that was me. I was not the person in my domestic life that handled dinner most of the time. And so somebody else was doing that and she did a good job of it, frankly. And so, yeah, yeah. I did. I had good dinners, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I we're real reversed in our family. So my darling husband cooks for me and that's fantastic and he does a great job so but it tends to be i do see we're still following those you know the the roles well it's funny because in my current you know situation i do handle all the almost almost all of the food stuff so yeah so reversal of roles i mean they're cultural but they're nevertheless real if you grew up in the culture you know? Yeah. And you're working yeah. with adults, right? These are people that grew right. up in a time where it was normal. Right. And yeah. it's changing. And it's it is changing. changing. Anyway, yeah. just because you eat a good dinner does not mean you're eating well for your No, brain. it's true. All right. It's true. It's better than not eating a good dinner, but yeah. David, so what is our goal? Being more consistent. Yes. A more consistent supply of good food. Good. What does this mean? Maybe it's three meals a day with healthy snacks in between. Or maybe it's five or six large, healthier snacks a day. You know, we're not talking, you don't have to sit down and have traditional three big meals. We're thinking fuel here. Right. Right. 
not everybody feels good eating breakfast. Not everybody wants to eat breakfast, but you've got to have a little bit of something. Yeah. And the, and you convinced me of this. I, I was absolutely skipping breakfast all the time. I mean, it was so rare for me to have anything in the morning at all. Um, so, and I, I don't want to preempt anything because I know you've got this nicely laid out. So I'm not going to, I'm not, but I did, I started to eat more, more consistently in the morning. And I'm what st- do you notice when you eat more consistently? Well, I, I can't say that the morning consistency was something I measured particularly. I made a bunch of changes all at once and everything was better. And this was one of the changes. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Analytical brain. So our medication will work better and more consistently when you eat also. It's true. So what I, when I'm working with someone, talking to someone, they say, well, my meds don't work or it's erratic or whatever. The first thing I say is, who are you eating? And what are you eating? And often when we can get them to eat before they take their meds, the meds work better. Yes, it's true. That I, that I can tell you I have tested pretty thoroughly. It makes a difference if there's something in your system that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I'm, and we're not going to talk about all, all of the reasons behind that right now. Yeah. But no, this that's is, fine. we're just talking about the what's. So here's what we need to do is if you aren't eating during the day, I want you to figure out why. What's going on? Do you forget? Do you need some sort of a reminder? Do you need a reminder on your phone? Do you need to hook it to something else that's going on at that time of day? If you're in an office, which people are starting to go back, you know, are, are there your coworkers going out to eat, you know, getting gathering to go get food? I mean, can you hear the food truck honking out in front of the building? Like, it's something, you know, yeah. is there something going on that will help you remember? Oh, I remember now I'm supposed to eat. Yeah. If you're not hungry because of the medication, think small amounts, smaller, healthy stacks, snacks. Something is better than nothing. Some people just don't like deep breakfast. That was me. I just didn't like yeah. it. I don't like how it feels in my stomach. I like to hit the day with energy. And for whatever reason, you know, I was in part, I, I don't know. But you know, the biggest part of it, though, I did. I was often forgetting. I just didn't have a routine in place that mm-hmm. involved any breakfasty food. I wasn't hungry. I didn't feel like eating in the morning. So all those things were also true. Yeah. But it once I got something that was easy, it, you know, it, it took all the difficulty out of it. Right. And it and it needs to be easy. Yeah, it really has to be, to be easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're talking about in a couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah. And that's it. Is it, If it's too hard to oh, eat, right. we have to make yeah. it easier. Because eating a health, healthy foods doesn't have to be hard at all. It just isn't. I am the laziest cook in the whole wide world. And and I actually, when I was cooking, it was my game was to see how well we could eat with me spending no more than half an hour in the kitchen. All day? Like for the whole day? Or just like... For dinner. For, for dinner. dinner. Oh, wow. 30 minutes yeah. or Boom. less. Did you watch a lot of that Rachel Ray show? Wasn't there a show? It was like... Yeah. Oh, probably. No, I didn't. It was yeah. my own game. Cool. This is before funny. Rachel Ray. Like Rachel Ray was in utero, probably. When I was starting this. That's <laughs> uh, priceless. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So anything about that, David? I'm, You've got this nailed now. So yeah, you're describing how listeners. I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, if you're not eating during the day, what in the heck's going on? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And now we need to talk about what to eat. Yay! I like this part. 
I just looked at the clock and we got to talk fast. Yes, we do. Talk fast. All right. So protein is the big thing. This is the big one. Vegetable protein, animal-based protein. Protein is the secret link for ADHD diet and brain power. Okay. Protein, protein, protein. And that's, isn't that the secret thing you were talking about? Yeah, you, because I'm a geek in technology and stuff. We talked about streaming it into my system throughout the day. Yeah. You know, this, the drip. Yeah, streaming the, steady drip, the drips, yeah. the steady drip of protein. And funny enough, I love protein. That that's the thing. It's like if I if I'm you know having a nice meal, I don't necessarily even want dessert. I'd rather have another steak, you know, or more steak or something. You know, what I'd I mean? rather like a, have steak and dessert. But that's me. Yeah, but I mean, like in, I think, but see, I was also protein deprived because I was skipping all those meals. So right. having protein was was i think the biggest key for me was like oh because i needed so you you gave me permission to eat more protein mm-hmm. i kind of wanted to eat more protein but i but you you were like no you got to do it and it's because the dopamine yeah requires amino acids you can't it's it's part of the it's literally an ingredient we, we joke about it being fuel but it's literally a required element and right. you take all the Adderall, all the methylphenidate, whatever you want, your brain isn't going to make any, or your system isn't going to make any more than what it has if it doesn't have the building blocks. Right. So when you when you look at it this way, and you, and you just said it, but I'm going to say it again. So if yeah. you think about protein is the in your body is the thing that creates the amino acids. And the amino acids are the things that create the neurotransmitters, the dopamine, the norepinephrine, the serotonin. So if you are not creating the amino acids, you don't have the neurotransmitters available for the medication to work for your brain to use anyway. So that's really at a very high, easy level of science. That's what's going on. Yep. Yep. And you yeah. said it. I mean, and it's ADHD the, and it's, meds do not make dopamine. They help your brain use it better. Exactly. We can't actually get the dopamine into your brain from medication. Your, right. your body has to do it for you. That's why we need protein. And that's why we need to have to think about a drip of protein throughout the day. Yep. Yep. So and that was that such like? a big difference. Yeah. Right. Well, so, egg in the morning for me, right? Okay. So yeah. I'm not an egg person. Eggs are one of those things that don't, that we'll talk about. They kind of F up my brain. So oh, I, I have, you know, Dave's Killer Protein Bread, and yes. I've got almond butter or peanut butter on it. I have chia seeds. I have flax seeds. Breakfast. Yeah. Good stuff. Snacks. Usually a handful of some kind of nut. Yep. Almonds. Okay. I Lunch. The there's around, some sure. sort of protein in there. More hummus or nuts or something. Snacks for lunch. It. This is all easy. Yeah, it it's is easy. all easy. It, is. it doesn't yeah. have to be hard. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Good dinner. Stuff. Scotty knows that we got to have protein in there. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is such a huge difference. Honestly, that was like fuel for the ADHD brain. You need more protein. Right. Yeah. And I can actually feel if I haven't been having enough that my body really starts to crave it. And I get to this point where I get hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. Mm. And I, we call it the, you know, the burger run that I, if I'm not eating enough protein, I've got to go have a burger. I did, oh, okay. It's got to be a burger run and yeah. nothing but a big steak or a hamburger is going to do it. And usually yeah. it's a burger. Yeah. The red meat makes a big difference. Yeah. And, and that, but, but we can't just I do know it all the time, a lot of right? people are vegetarians and that's fine. If you're a vegetarian, you've got to make sure you're getting enough protein. Yeah. And you have to find the, the meat free protein options and you probably right. have already, you know what they right. are. 
Well, maybe not enough, though. Yeah, there are options, you know? right? There are options that we can introduce people to, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So think meat, fish, eggs, nuts, cheese, yogurt, cottage cheese, soy, beans, hummus, the plant-based meats. There's more and more of them available now. Oh, Chia seeds, yeah. flax seeds, protein powers, if, powders. If you're a person who likes a smoothie in the morning, yep. boom, throw protein powder in there. Yeah, it does. It's an extra um, scoop of something. It doesn't even change the flavor typically, right? You know, you just right. add, a, add a wallop to it. It's good. Right, right. Yeah. Um, think nuts. Those are great. Beef jerky, easy protein-rich snacks, cheese. And if you are doing protein drinks, they can be great. Read the labels. Watch out for extra excess sugar. Yeah, because they do it to All make right. them taste good, right? Got to watch right. what you're taking, right? You, yep. you got you to gotta watch that and read those labels. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So protein, protein, protein. Okay. Along with protein, we need our whole grains. Yes. Complex carbs. Okay. These are high in minerals. High in protein and fiber, which is good for your gut health. Yes. Yeah. They balance our blood sugar. They exactly. balance our energy levels. Yeah. Um, so we're not it, like bouncing little, all over the place with the, you know. Right. Yeah. A little word about whole wheat. Mm. Read the labels again. The word whole wheat, if it's wheat, must be on the ingredients list for the product to truly be whole wheat. Just wheat isn't whole wheat. In the U.S., FDA labeling. In the U.S., yeah, we're talking in the U.S., FDA. Absolutely. Very good, David. Yep. Okay, so whole wheat flours, crackers, cereals, pastas, brown rice. There's a lot more variations of pastas and things out there now. Yes. Oh, man, I was looking yesterday. Lentil, lentil pasta and rice pasta. Lentils are fantastic. They're really good. High in protein. Those are protein, though, but... Um, but anyway, but, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but pro- pasta substitutes, okay? Yep, Other yep, whole grains, there's a lot of them. Oatmeal, popcorn. So we now have permission to eat popcorn. And Watch I was the... like, that would be my snack. I mean, honestly, yeah. a big thing of popcorn, put some butter on it for the extra protein. Ah, there you go. And the yeah. good fats. Yeah, it's Brown good rice is another grain. Quinoa is something that's much love more popular. Quinoa. We love, and that's also full of protein. Protein, yes. Bar- barley, wild rice, bulgur, buckwheat. There, and there's a whole bunch that I haven't even listed because some of them are, they're not as well known and I don't want to get into that. However, whole grains are important. And we did, Minerals, you mentioned fiber, healthy gut. But but protein. we have a whole episode on the gut, right? So yeah. these these are a big deal for gut health. So so you know you get a lot of mileage out of those. Yeah. Okay. Vegetables and fruits, vitamins and minerals again. Fiber again. Our healthy gut. So if we fill up on the healthy stuff, we're not as apt to eat the bad stuff. Yeah. If prepping seems too hard to do, select fruits and vegetables that are easy to prepare and eat. You know, those pre-washed cut bags of veggies, lettuce, carrots, broccoli, whatever, are fantastic. You know, I'm a big fan of the little mini mandarin oranges. I will not peel a big orange, but the little ones I, I will do and eat. Yeah, so eat they come off, the peels come off so easily, right? right. Yeah, and right. those are everywhere here where I live. I mean, wow. But um, yeah, making the, the switch to pre-washed and cut like it's always like, oh, it's more expensive. And I don't want to pay it's somebody else's labor. It. it is totally worth it because it gets Cause done. Because you lead it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Otherwise, it ends up in that composting drawer in the bottom of the refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. And so apples, <laughs> composting drawer, <laughs> apples or, or, or celery sticks or something with some peanut butter. Wham, that's a fantastic, yep. you know, that's really good. And raisins, ants on a log, baby, like we used to make in Girl Scouts. There you go. You know, he's looking funny. You I just had never heard ants on a log before. Celery, that was funny. Celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Yeah. I sometimes I have that for breakfast. 
Oh, yeah. If I want to shake good. up life a little bit. Mm. Live a little. I know. Live wild. Walk on the stuff. wild side. Yeah. Okay. Our brains also need healthy fats. I know we're both looking at the clock. That's why I'm yeah. starting to talk really fast. David, just hush, and I'm going to talk really fast. Okay. Okay. We need healthy, good fats. Our brains are 60 to 70% fat. Fat is a good energy source. It helps reduce brain inflammation. It improves memory. It improves synaptic activity, which is what we're talking about here. So we need beneficial health-promoting fats that your brain needs for optimal functioning. Organic butter, grass-fed butter, olives, organic virgin olive oil, coconut oil, nuts that has it, um, Alaskan salmon, oily fish, avocados, free-range eggs, all of those have good fats in them. Mm-hmm. And our brain, our brain needs those. You just named so many of the things I love to eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those fats are good, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fats are your brain's friends. Yeah. Okay. So, David, I think we're going to postpone talking about vitamins and minerals because you and I both, we have a hard stop in like three minutes. Yeah, well, what do you do. Think? No, no, I think that's good. Plus, I know I know our main focus next week is what not to do, but I think we can sneak this in, right? You know? Oh, we'll and, figure. I'll figure. We may just do a whole thing on vitamins, minerals, and supplements. And I'd like to do more research on that before we talk about it anyway. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. No, I mean, this is, this is, I, I hate to say, this is a very full episode already. <laughs> ah, Are you sated already? I'm, yeah. yeah, but I'm also like really hungry now. So, me, I, me too. Is that why you're looking at the clock? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, I'm also trying to make sure we don't. You know, overrun yeah. our time okay. too much. More. Okay. So, bottom line, everybody, and forgive us for having time get away from us today. I don't know how that happened to you. It's full. No, the full episode. Anyway, do you want your brain to work? Do you want your ADHD to have less power over your life? Yes, Dana, I do. Yes, I promise. Then that means you got to eat. You've got to eat a diet that that supports your brain. You've got to eat regularly. Think protein, healthy. All right. Give your brain what it needs so it will help you. You can't do that, you know. Oh, I swear! From this moment forward, I'm going to do this right. Oh, you know, blah 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 blah. We're gonna we're gonna make it easy, and that's what I love about working with you, yeah. Dana. Is you've got ways to make this easy. Yeah, because this is this can be huge, huge yeah. sh- seismic shifts in the way you live, and we've got to approach it easily. So if you can think this week, one thing. What's one, one thing, thing I can do to get more protein in my body easily? Yeah. Then that's what I want you to focus on. Yep. All right. We're not, this is not total, totally change everything. Go out and throw everything away in your refrigerator no, after you no. listen to the podcast. That's not what we're talking about. Stick Good. with us for the next three weeks and we'll, we'll out, lay it out for you. This is the informational episode. Oh, such good stuff. Such good stuff. Dana, I can't wait to talk about this again next week. Okay, David, yeah. we got to go. Yeah. I love yeah. you, man. I love you too. Yeah. And we love you too, listener. Go to go to kicksomeadhd.com slash 085 if you want to comment, leave your <laughs> ideas and thoughts and all that good stuff. And we'll see you on Twitter or Facebook at, at kicksomeadhd. And David, right. this has been really great. It's been really wonderful, David. And I promise next week we'll manage our time better. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who... Squirrel uh, um, has ADHD, or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. ADHD.com.